All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
you call this? Like uh, emergency press conference? I don't know what you do. Live on the streets. It's a streeter. We're doing a streeter. Welcome to Vancouver. We are no. on. We're on the scene. We're on the ground of. No. Uh, we're in Toronto, because of course we're in Toronto. <laughs> these fucking towers what are they doing here yeah uh thanks for being i see there's a lot of you hanging out in the uh, in the chat and been waiting for us so here we go we're we're flying by the seat of our pants much like a lot of people were tonight apparently there's players on airplanes and having to waive no trades and we know more than some of the principal parts at this point yeah perhaps. so do you uh elias lindholm is gone he has been traded to the vancouver canucks the second deal mm -hmm. with vancouver for a UFA this season. I've been season, divisional rival. And we talked about that the other day. We'll get into it, but it's, ah, oh, you got to wait for more more return because it's a, it's a rival, it's in your division. You take the best return. And I don't know what other offers there were, but this feels like it has to be close to the best return Craig Conroy could have got. Yeah, and I've always said you wait till the deadline because that's when you have the most leverage. But I think you also say, okay, if we could get X, we pull the trigger. And X here was a first, a player that scored 40 as a rookie in the NHL last year, two defensive prospects, and a conditional pick. Connie got a pile of assets here for Elias Lindholm, who is a great player and will look better in Vancouver, Dean, because we know he looks really good when he's got talent around him. And he is, and at the same time, he is what he is. Just throw that back up for us, Jack. We'll just kind of walk through it there. Uh, so it's Lindholm, and only Lindholm, an expiring UFA. We're, we, there's no retained salary here. So that we've heard of, yeah, that, that we know of. We're led one. to believe, and Orion Pike had it on his uh, X account, okay, that there's good. no retained salary. So they get a first-round pick. It'll be Vancouver's first in 2024. The conditional fourth in 2024. Don't know what the conditions are on that. It's maybe a Lindholm re-signing. Could maybe be. Maybe it's a round two or three sure. games played type of a thing. Andre Kuzmenko, who we've talked a lot about. We had Frank talking about him last week, I guess, maybe, after... Very toolsy, has fallen out of favor under Tockett. But again, a monster rookie season. Not young. Will be a free agent in a year. But a guy that is going to get a lot more ice time and opportunity in Calgary, than, safe to say, than he did on a team that's got the likes of a JT Miller, a Besser, you know, Elias Pettersson, and many, many more. Uh, he, he's going to get some ice here. So maybe he's not the flame for a long time. This could be a pump and dump, or maybe they love him like Sharon Govich and you, you extend a deal. Uh, we'll, we'll see here. It's yeah, it's the, there are options there, which is which is kind of nice. You you know the player can score at the NHL level. If he decides to start scoring again, then it it won't be a pump and dump. It'll be a how do we keep this guy in the fold? Totally. Um, Yoni Yermo, a defenseman drafted in the third round. Hunter Brustowich, and I think we're saying that correctly. Also a third-rounder from the most recent draft. He's 19. He's third in OHL scoring among all players. Now, leading defensive scorer in the OHL. Yeah, leading defensive scorer. And sorry, sir. We're doing a podcast. Just yeah, we're, uh, sorry. Oh, hi, Red. Begging for change. Um, now, conflicting reports. And I wonder, who. what is the key to this deal? Is it the first? Is it, is it Kuzmenko? Is it Hunter Brustowich? Uh, in, the, in the short amount of time that has passed since the deal went down, we've reached out to the people that we know. Uh, not conflicting reports, but different differing reports. Brustowich, offense first, has a yep. ton of points, a ton of assists. He's 19 in the Ontario Hockey League. And some say his defensive game, he deserves more credit. He's not getting enough credit for his defensive play. And on the other side, it's guy is high, high octane, high offense, but is on the softer side and doesn't know how to play in his own end. Not, truth's probably in the middle. The truth is probably in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the first thing that came to my mind, and it was not so much 
I mean, it, the, the comparable isn't a good one because the points weren't there, but that's what they said about Shillington. Offense, yeah, yeah, great yeah. skater, mm-hmm. puts up points, but does you know, d- defense needs work, doesn't know how to play in his own end. If this guy turns into a yeah. Oliver Shillington, you'd be delighted, I would think. But there's, it's undeniable, the points. And both, and I don't know about Yermo, it seems like he's probably a project at best. But they don't have a lot of D in the pipeline. Two defensemen come in here, plus a couple of picks, potentially a couple of, click, of picks. At least the first rounder will, yeah. uh, will happen, depending on what the conditions are in the fourth. And then, uh, and then Kuzmenko. So in terms of quality and quantity, it sure seems like Conroy did really well here. I agree, and I think one of the things to remember is, like, maybe the one kid you like the most in the deal doesn't pan out. They've got other options, and guys that, yeah, it's just a throw-in. That could be a player. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pieces here that could really help, and the first-rounder is not going to be high. Let's understand where Vancouver is. I believe top two in the NHL. Um, So this is what we used to call a second round. This is pick 31, 32, 30. Um, yeah, there, there has not been, there was a time we lived in the NHL when there's 22 teams, 21 teams for a long time. So, uh, don't think of it as a first, first, but when the conversation began, it was okay. It's Kuzmenko and Lindholm. And that's all we heard. And you're like, this can't be one for one. Yeah. I started feverishly texting one for one. I was texting Dreger. It's like, this can't be one for one. There's yeah. gotta be more. He's like, no, there, there's more. But again, there were guys, they were trying to get a hold of Kuzmenko to wave the no trade. And then they were That's trying right. to get at these other guys. So, um, and I, I put it on, I tweeted it out just a while ago. I was kind of leery, not skeptical, but I was just kind of, I was concerned to get a first end for Elias Lindholm or any of these, any of these UFAs. You can't blame Conroy that Vancouver's really good and their first router's going to be late. They, he got a first and, yes. and the and is, is significant. Whether what Yermo turns out to be, this is a intriguing high-end offensive prospect in the Ontario Hockey League who's young, a guy who has scored at the NHL level mm-hmm. at an elite pace, a fir- and a first-rounder for a guy, and you didn't retain salary, and he's done yeah. at the end of the season. And really, the longer the season went, there was no appetite for him to stay. I Lind- feel Lindholm. good for Lindholm. He needs it's to good go. for him. And, and you know what? The other part of it is, too, I don't know. This is not a good season for Elias Lindholm. It's not like you're trading Lindholm at the top of the curve. No. He's got nine goals. You're yeah. trading. There's very low as far as the trade value. So I, I think Conroy did well here. I don't know what else was out there. We probably will never know. But this feels like Vancouver obviously wanted this player. They get it done here in yep. the end of January. The not, at, not at the trade deadline. So they probably said, let's stop messing around. Let's get this done. So I, I think Conroy, I think he does well here. The other thing, Kent Wilson, we had on on Saturday on Afterburner, and he had noted, it's cool to like try to hold the cards as long as you can and get max leverage, but what if all these teams that are interested in the Lindholm have made a move or have settled for a, yeah. a light version or a, a caffeine-free version like Sean Monaghan, and it's like, well, now here we are holding an asset. Connie's not only gotten a deal done ahead of the market, but he's got a lot of lottery tickets here on top of a first and a guy that scored 40. It would not be surprising to me at all if you see Kuzmenko come into a role here where he's playing first power play minutes, a, you know, a lot of ice time in the offensive zone. You're going to, he's going to be your best finisher. You're going to give a great chance for this guy to put up huge numbers. Why wouldn't it be possible to have another deal like this in a year or mm-hmm. an extension? So there you see the numbers on Kuzmenko. Now the NHL body of work is not, it's not huge. He's not a, a young rookie, right? He was, he's an older player, but 
with Rick Talk, it, it didn't fit. And I know reading some of the reports that came out, Kuzmenko did have Calgary on the no-trade list, spoke with Conroy, spoke with, uh, with, with the coaching staff, members of the coaching staff, including Huska, and said, yeah, let's, let's do this thing. So it's, it, it is intriguing for sure. And it's it's the start. It, it does you start to kind of see the the vision. Yes. Now you add another pick, and does does that change? And I know the other thing is too that uh, Chris Tanev, his name, see, I was thought in he, there for a bit. It sounded like he was part of this deal, so they it gets to be so big that you just have to peel some things back. And I guess just to your original point there about the return, I I talked to a hockey executive one time. He says, you know what you, what he what his philosophy was. Set, set the the price that you would say yes to. What would you say yes to? Then keep that in mind. When you get it, don't f around. Take it. That, I'm, that's good. And I wonder if that's where Conroy was here. I wanted a player. I wanted a first mm-hmm. and a prospect. Well, he got a player, a first, and a prospect. You can you can dance. Two prospects. Then as you get yeah. closer to the as you get closer to the deadline, you might get more. But then all of a sudden, there's a lot more teams selling, and there's maybe fewer buyers, and it becomes harder. I think this was the pick, the prospect, and the player just get it done i agree uh, they, they, I, there's a lot to dream on in uh in the ohl league leading defensive defenseman or sorry scoring defenseman yeah. briskowich we, we're gonna have to get a pronouncer on him but yeah yeah we'll work on it we'll, and you know what we'll, jeremy we'll that. jeremy poirier was that guy too flames guy and sam moran who they right? picked and, last year in the draft you can teach guys d what you can't do is take a defensive defenseman uh, and say go get yeah. 70 points He's a point and a half a game. He's in the O. He's 19. Look, a lot of guys, if they're going to be mega studs, might not be playing in junior at 19. This is fine. It's a third rounder. We heard from the coaching staff of the team. They like him a lot. Um, and they think that a third was a value pick at that time. Now he's included in this trade. They don't have a lot of picks on D. And you talked about the vision. Okay, they don't have a center here. I think we see at least one defenseman move, maybe two. I wonder about Markstrom. It's a more complicated thing to do, as we've talked about a bunch over the last few days and weeks even. But you can see, like, it is now Caudry, Backland. Well, I was going... And who else at center? Like, the path is clear at this point, Dean. Because we talked about it on the show two days ago, maybe. It was after the uh, the Greer injury that between Dubé and his situation and then Rizichka. Greer getting, getting hurt, you probably wouldn't put Rizichka on waivers... A day, it, yeah. it happened the day before Greer gets injured. So if Greer doesn't get injured, Ruzicka, or if the Dubé thing doesn't happen, then Ruzicka's probably still a flame. And now yeah. all of a sudden he's in that center mix, but he's no he's no longer here. So yeah, the the depth down the middle takes us a, a serious hit for sure. And then if you are going to move a Tanev and Hannafin says thanks, but no thanks because I see Lindholm's leaving. Ah, I mean, look, I think these are great yeah. deals. But we understand this can be a very good thing for the Flames if they don't run the table down the stretch. And that's exaggerating, but I don't think a top six pick is out of range here. And they still have some good pros around. This is what everyone wanted. I shouldn't say everyone. This is what most people said. Could you get younger? Could you bring in some kids? Could you amass some picks? They've done a lot of that. Now they've been competitive. The, The games have been good. They might get a top six pick as well. And it's not about this year. Right, no. it's 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 not about who's going to play center. Somebody's going to play. They're not going to play a man short. Someone's going to get the call from the Wranglers. Someone's going to move around into the lineup. And the other, the the question everybody's been asking is it's now been answered. Craig Conroy's a seller. The Flames are sellers. Yes. Craig has the ability to sell. This is not a deal that was made with this season or possibly even next season in mind. They are, 
if call it what you want, retool, rebuild, they are building towards the future. So a lot of the a lot of the questions that we had kind of answered. This is a this is a blockbuster deal for sure. Path has been declared, and I have great news for Cole Schwint. We're yeah. gonna need you. Yeah, Cole Schwint, uh, Jones. I'm trying to think who else would be. Uh, yeah, Benny Dimes. Yeah, Benny Dimes. <laughs> who else might be? Yeah, anyone uh, that could play center anywhere. And, uh, yeah, look, I, I like that they get ahead of the, the deadline here. They've got 10 days. Path has been declared. And, okay, you've got five and a half weeks till the deadline. And then after that, another five weeks till the end of the season. More to come. Flames don't have an all-star, which is sad. Now, it's appropriate. Now Lindholm is here. Didn't that happen last year with Bo Horvat? It did, yeah. Didn't he get traded. To the what jerseys is he going to wear? Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Do you remember what the term and the, 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 the dollars were? Lou was asked. Uh, it was too much for too long. Is that what it was? Too much money and yeah. too many years. Too so many years. Yeah. So. Flames avoid that. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. And to Lindholm, you were a great flame. 17 goals a career high before you got there, Dino, and some monster seasons in there. This is not the go away season you wanted, but at the end of the day, the back of his hockey card still told the story. People, I shouldn't say people. The GMs around the league understood what this player is. He can't do it himself. He's great defensively, but if you give him skill, he'll score as well. That's uh, that's a guy that came in. You wondered if he could score 20. He left as a 40-goal guy, played on one of the most dominant lines in the league for a couple of years, and he ends up getting them a haul. Coaches love this guy. He'll play 20 minutes. He's good both ways. He'll win you draws. He's not going to hurt you. He will be a very good Canuck, and then wherever he ends up next year, he'll be very good there as well, yeah. too. Maybe Vancouver, maybe somewhere else. And, and look, I love it for Vancouver, too. Look at your division. Vegas has been ravaged with injuries. They didn't have much of an offseason. Edmonton's red hot. You're in first. You have home ice right now. Mm -hmm. This is not a sit-back move. They go get Zadorov in November. Now they do this. Vancouver is going to be a legitimately difficult out. They have a lot of high-end finishers, and I expect an offensive Elias Lindholm to show up in Vancouver. And we're less than an hour out from this trade going down. And not that it really matters, but just kind of scanning some of the replies to the trade and some of the comments it seems like flames fans are fairly happy yeah part of it is you, you knew lindholm was leaving i don't think anybody's too upset that it is vancouver you get over that but uh it, it seems like the return has satisfied flames fans so far they were not happy about sharon govich oddly enough and now well, we now, didn't know now we, everyone, him, everyone loves yeah. it uh well time only time will tell whether or not this is a good trade a great trade a bad trade but it sure seems like flames fans are they're enjoying the work of Craig Conroy here in year one. I need to get some food. I forgot to eat because I was Ryan was, uh Ryan was visiting and uh, and missed the order of food. I did not. I got some old fashions, though. So The tagliatelle alla bolognese was delicious. Delicious. So we're here in Toronto, oddly enough. Um, couldn't be further away from the trade, so that's good. Uh, but we are, uh, we're going to be doing shows tomorrow from a different studio in a different town wearing different clothes. They want us to kind of dress up like collared mm. shirts. <sighs> I don't know. About, uh, we got something to talk about, about at least. I'm worried about the Pender report. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either because like Jack. Jack's, where is Jack? He's in Montana. He's in Montana doing this he's thing. He's at the Bulldog drinking a, like a pitcher. Just hammered. Yeah, yeah, just hammered. And yeah, Warner is here. Is he here? He, yeah, he's here somewhere. No, oh, okay. He's in there drinking your drink drinking your old fashioned. We gotta go. We gotta go. Okay. Thanks everyone for tuning in. There you go. Press the button. Right. Well, Jack will do it. He'll oh, take yeah. us. Jack can do that.